0: Hosted by Todd DeVoe, where planning meets reality. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. I'm, where are you And I am Todd DeVoe. And I am the host of the well, of Business Content today. I'm a director of emergency services at Titan HST, and I've been involved in uh, well emergency management and running disaster since 1999. And in addition to this, I am an educator. Put. Teaching at the post-secondary level and learning, and what I've learned is a passion for me. And I want to first say, happy new year, and welcome to 2022. It's exciting. This is our third. This is our third uh, uh, season that we're starting here, so I'm excited about that. And thank you again for being with us today. We are talking about assumptions, you know, and well, you know what sometimes when you make assumptions, it can be really bad. And well, we're going to get into that a little bit. And if you want to be an effective leader, you must learn how to stop making assumptions. And sometimes that could be harder than it really is because making assumptions can, it could be a problem for, for anyone, but particularly for, for leaders um, in the workplace. You know, when we, Assume things, right, about ourselves, about other people, about circumstances. It causes all sorts of problems, it causes division, uh, possibly to the point of creating a toxic work environment, you know, um, hard feelings for which fosters a disconnect, a discontent and complacency, uh, loss of motivation with the team, feeling that there's no point of doing what you're doing. Uh, the team breaks down then and preventing uh, dialogue and innovation. And it's also decreases productivity and preventing uh, forward thinking and forward movement and retention. You know, people don't want to work in an environment like that. So employees that you think that are great might leave. And that's when those those uh, bosses are shocked. We've talked about other things like the ladder of assumption, also known as uh, the ladder of, of, inference and, and how making assumptions can undermine the potential for your team to succeed. And, you know, I wanted to get into this a little bit deeper here, but how do leaders know what kind of assumptions are, are being made? Right. And when you consider your work and your team. Think about some of the most, I don't know, common and assumptions that we, we encounter um, in the workplace, right? And these might be include things like, oh, um, well, things like, oh, we've always done it this way, right? We've always done it this way. And it's always just worked. Right. I hate that one. And then the other one, too, is with leadership, leaders don't get what we're doing. They're just looking out for themselves. They don't care about us. You know, they they say they don't mean it or when they say something, don't mean it. Nothing really ever changes. Uh, Don't admit to your mistakes or anything. and Don't ask questions, because if you do this, they're going to hold it against you uh, for the rest of the time that you're here. Oh, and then with leaders, we go, oh, we haven't heard any issues. You know, if there were concerns, people would express them. You know, those are the type of, of assumptions that we make every day. And each of these examples, making assumptions is limited thinking, right? It's, and it's hampering the creativity of what's going on. You know, making these kinds of assumptions is going to limit what the team can accomplish because they hinder how well the team members work together. Often, The assumptions that we make are based on past experiences, but not necessarily even past experiences with that one particular person or that team that you're working with. They're based on stories that we tell ourselves about the world around us. The thing is we usually make assumptions based on our, our own view of the world. the heart of the problem is often that our assumptions inform the questions of why are they doing what they are doing? You know, we can see what others do and hear what others say, but can we never truly know what's going on in their heads to motivate what they're doing or saying our assumptions Attempt to fill in that gap. But, but of course, the assumptions, a.k.a. the stories that we're telling ourselves, are based on our experience in the world, not the other person's views. Have you noticed that when we're you know having a bad day, people seem more irritating, right? Uh, everything's bad, right? The coffee doesn't even taste that great. Perhaps maybe people are feeling more needy. Perhaps you see them and they're working hard or working less. It's not because of a conspiracy, but it's rather because based on your bad day, it's casting a shadow over how you see the world that day. Now, assume things are not going well with people. And you assume people's intentions aren't good. And I think it's critical to kind of put ourselves in that mindset. Of course, occasionally our assumptions help us out. And we li- rely upon that when that occurs. We learn from past experiences with, you know, the person that says they're very interested in, in their own career and, and not interested in helping anybody else out. Right? I and mean, we've all worked with people like that. And if that has proven true in the in the action, then our assumptions are going to be correct. And it's helpful to have as one thing that might inform our assumptions. However, that thought, that assumption, that way of thinking builds a bit of a pathway to our brain and makes it easier for you know, other assumptions to kind of creep in there and follow the same way. You know, I think once we start getting into our assumptions in that way, we can really cause some, pro- um, some other problems. It's commitment to the team because then you start assuming that the other members of the team, you know, are out for themselves as well. I, I, I find it really difficult at times that when we want to rely upon assumptions, upon our experience, right. That we say we've been doing this for a long time. We've seen this, we've seen that kind of like that farmer's commercial. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. But it isn't always true when you apply it to everybody who's working on your team. I think at times when we look at our team in this way, you know, and placing past experiences on them, it's really, it's not great for them. We have all had those bosses that walk in and go, oh, I know what you guys are doing. You know, you guys are doing this or that because that's what another team that they worked with has done. But you guys aren't even in the same mindset. And assumptions are the other thing, too, as well, is it pulls us out of that mindset of being together with a team. Now, you could look at other coaching groups and stuff like this when we talk about this, and bring your team together and work through the assumptions. But I want to go one step further. I want to say, when you're thinking about assumptions, you need to work on yourself first. You need to go through a series of just bringing, bringing things back onto yourself. And I think at the end of the day, as leaders, We have to self-reflect more. We have to really start thinking about how do we perceive the world and how does the world perceive us? Now, the hard thing about the world perceiving us is we have to ask those tough questions to people and say, hey, how do you think I'm doing like a 360 evaluation? If you're going to do a 360 evaluation, be prepared for some unpleasant, I guess, for lack of better terms, uh, uh, views on, on how you see yourself. But that being said, do that self-reflection, take the time to, to, you know, go through and look at your decisions and and how, how they impacted your team and how was your team really performing? You know, we keep telling the stories of ourselves and, and we put ourselves in the back a lot and we say, Hey, our team is doing great. But when we go and we do say disaster drills, right. And, uh, the, the team doesn't do that great, but we don't, uh we don't correct them and we make the assumption that during a disaster they're going to do what's right that's a, that's that's not a great recipe for success ask the people what their motivations are ask them what they want to get out of working with you on these on the projects if you're creating your your team's business continuity team or your organization's business continuity team I should say ask them why they want to be part of the business continuity team What is their goal? Is it a checkbox? Is it something that they're doing to, for promotion? Is it something that they're interested in? Don't just assume that they're coming to you because you know, they have a passion for business continuity. Those assumptions again, can really be bad for the team. Also don't assume that people are there for their own, for other reasons besides being part of the team. You might be presently surprised to see that they're there to be part of that, that this is something that they are passionate of. That's a career that they want to move into. Assumptions go both ways. They could be good or they could be bad. Remember, assumptions are t- stories that we're telling ourselves. We're filling in the gaps. And as, a, as humans, that's what we want to do. We hear this all the time. When the tornado comes... Why did it happen, right? And they go through the whys of, of 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 why the storm, why this disaster occurred. They want to fill in those gaps. That's what assumptions are for us. We're filling in the gaps of what we don't know instead of asking the question of, of our team. So when you make these assumptions, uh, you know, and also the idea of perceptions. We we'll can get to that one later. You know, this the old adage: perceptions or is reality. Perception, all that is, is the assumptions that what you're thinking is is true, filling in those gaps. You can have a whole different picture of somebody or something, what your team is doing based upon things that you haven't seen, but just what you think is true. Occasionally, we ask people what their motivation is and not what did you do in an accusatory way, but either, hey, I want to check in. You know, what's going on? Kind of fill me in. What can I do for you? And this is where servant leadership comes into play as well. I think if you start getting involved in the, in, in the idea of servant leadership, you leave assumptions at the door. You know, at the end of the day, we're trying to build our team and we're trying to make our team the most effective way of doing it. And assumptions are a way to destroy your team. As a leader, we need to identify the challenges. We need to understand the, the roadblocks that are there. And one of those is the assumptions that you're making and they interfere with how our team members are working together. Again, we have to check ourselves with some refl- self-reflection, right? And about the assumptions, Then so challenge yourself, ask yourself, how can this, I challenge this assumption going forward. How can I commit to changing my own thinking? When we recognize the kinds of assumptions that hamper how we perform, how we can actively challenge them and be more intentional about what we do. So, this new 2022, I challenge you in two things. One is work through the assumptions and be present for your team. Hope you guys all had a great holiday and moving forward in 2022, may be prosperous and may be safe. Visit Titan HST for all your communication needs. And remember to follow us on your favorite podcast player, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And until next week, stay safe and stay hydrated.